This is a show from two local residents who live and work in West Hollywood and have gotten to know and love the business community really well. We want to share our insight and tips to help keep you in the know during this crazy quarantine we are all in together. Our local businesses need a lot of help, and we hope this weekly podcast will inspire you to help them out. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of We Know We Ho. We're in episode 15th in the week of, of July 22nd. I am Tracy Paso, your host, and I'm here with my amazing co-host, Lauren Goldstein. Hey, Lauren. Hi. Wow. This has been 15 weeks. It's crazy. That's like three months. I know, right? <laughs> it seems like three years. Wow. <laughs> I know. And it's been a pretty interesting week since uh, beginning last week. We had some uh, pretty big you know, shutdowns on some things that are happening. So, um, But really excited to talk about kind of what's been going on. As much as things are closing down, I see things that are opening up with new businesses, which is really kind of yeah. cool. And I know we've got a couple of those um, that we're going to be discussing in our show today. All right. And how's Miss Tallahassee this morning? She's good. She's over at Healthy Spot. Her two girlfriends. Oh, she's over there at Healthy Spot. Okay. Well, <laughs> that's good. Um, so no squeaking toys this week. That was pretty no cute toys. last week. If our li- listeners heard that was Tallahassee. Um, I think she had her friend over, they were squeaking toys. So, um, thanks everyone for, you know, (laughs) being with us. Um, all right. Well, I am really excited about our show this week. Um, our, we have a very special guest this week, uh, Noemi Torres. Hi, Noemi. How are you? I'm so good. How are you ladies? Good, good, good. We are so excited to have you on the show this morning. I'm so excited to be here. Right. I, I miss you guys when I used to go into the into the chamber and enjoy volunteering with you and getting to know you. So it's fun to do this. I know. I love that. And we're really excited because you are running for city council. Um, but we'll get into that uh, in just a minute. No, I mean, I'm going to give a little introduction to our audience so folks know um, who you are and a little bit about your background. And then we'll get into uh, our conversation. So Noemi, Tor- Sorry. <laughs> so Noemi Torres is an immigrant from Guadalajara, Mexico. Uh, she is, in a nutshell, a renaissance woman. Love that. From acting, photography, and working as a real estate agent in Compass Sunset. She enjoys her life and is quite active with her community. She volunteers at several organizations such as Project Angel Food. Love that. Where you've been a volunteer for over 17 years. Congratulations and fantastic. I'd love to talk to you about that. Um, you've also volunteered at the Downtown Women's Center, uh, Corazon de Vida, um, Skid Row Carnival of Love, um, just to mention a few of the organizations you volunteer with. And in 2017, you were named Woman of the Year by Congressman Adam Schiff. That is so amazing. Congratulations on that. She serves at the City of West Hollywood as a Public Facilities Commissioner and as an Emerge California 29 graduate is working on keeping being of service and winning a seat in her bid for the West Hollywood City Council in November 2020 election. Noemi also Hollywood with her 13 year old rescue pit bull Sadie. So welcome Noemi. That's a lot. (laughs) Wow. I'm impressed. I mean, whenever I read these bios, I just feel like Girl, I have been like slacking in my social service. So um, why don't we just start with like um, what got you, 
you, you just, you've been done so much. I mean, why don't you just give us a little background on how you got involved, um, you know, from the start and your interest in uh, civil stuff and these non, uh, you know, nonprofits and these organizations and just kind of tell us where that passion comes from. Okay. So I, ever since I can remember, I always thought that it was important for us to give back to the community that we lived in. And so ever since I was a little girl, when I was uh, the Boy Scouts in Mexico, one of the things that the founder of Aiden Powell would say is like, leave this world better than you, than you, than you came here at. So uh, when I moved here in 2003, I went to buy some shoes at Big Five and I found this information from Project Angel Food and I did not know what it was until I started volunteering with them in the kitchen when they were in Sunset. And what I love about Project Angel Food is that they provide meals for people who are homebound sick. Mm-hmm. And I've, done, I've been doing that since then. I've um, been hopping around from different locations for from kitchen to to doing to fundraising, to special events, to photography, to anything they need me to do, I'm there. And every Tuesdays right now during COVID, I've been um, delivering food. Mm-hmm. So I have a route that I do. Um, and then my service with the city of West Hollywood started when I got my real estate license. And Jeff Prang back then in 2011 was running for city council. So two birds, one stone, right? I can go door knocking and learn how to do that, mm-hmm. get in like, you know, very comfortable with that, but also wanted to volunteer. And what I noticed about him was that he really listened to the community and he really wanted to make a difference. And I really got inspired by that. So I asked him, how can I be more involved with the city? So he mentioned the Women's Advisory Board and he said, I cannot appoint you, unfortunately, but you can actually try at large. So I did. Mm -hmm. And that means is you have to actually sit with every city council member and they give you uh, the opportunity to be part of it, which I did, was part of it for three years, became chair one year and vice chair another year. And then Mayor Lindsay Horvath called me one day and said, hey, listen, uh, I need to appoint someone to the Public Facilities Commission. And I got to be honest with you, I had no idea what it was <laughs> <laughs> and uh, had to Google it. And so I uh, finally decided that that was a good decision. Uh, we handle the parks and recs of the city, the tree trimming. Uh, we have purview on the city-owned buildings. So it's really exciting to learn more about that. And a lot of people started asking me, so how, what else is next for you with the city? And so some people were kind of asking, you should run for office. And I'm like, this is crazy. I should, (laughs) there's no way I could do that. Uh, But then kind of got more secure by um, taking Emerge California uh, course, which is a six month program that provides women uh, the opportunity to learn how to run for office. And they teach you everything from endorsement taking to your, your, you know, how to speak in public, how to raise money, et cetera. And so to the end of the six months, you're either super ready or holy mother, I'm done. I cannot do this. So here I am in September 2019. I decided to launch my campaign. And as of today, actually, this morning, I went to file my papers. Oh. So the next couple of days, we'll know if we're on the ballot or not, which I'm pretty sure we will. <laughs> so, yeah, in a nutshell, that's how I am. That's where I am. 
So that's amazing. Well, I, yeah, I love this. I didn't, I'm, I always learned so much when I talked to all our guests and I just, um, you know, I'm at, at, at a true novice when it comes to social service and policy stuff. And I love that there's a program out there called Emerge California that like supports women who are interested in running for office. Um, yes. Yeah. Can you talk Even a little bit? Even if you're not running for office, it's probably really interesting. To yeah. Can, can you ta- talk us, tell us a little bit more about that program or that nonprofit? Yeah, yeah definitely. Well, it's, it's not a nonprofit per se. You have to actually raise money to pay the stipend or the tuition. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they do help you um, with a scholarship if it's the case that you're able to do so. But it's it's um, it's an organization for uh, specifically Democratic women to run for office. And mainly what they do is they interview you, see why it is that you want the actual course. And yeah, you're right. There's a lot of women that may not know if they want to run for office or not. And this gives you the opportunity to learn, yes, I can. When should I run? Um, also there's some people that just kind of do it just for networking because at the end of the day, you walk away with some amazing sister, the support that I've received throughout. I even got my campaign manager throughout that. And so, yeah, it's been really exciting to learn from all the other women that are running. Um, it does take a lot of courage and a lot of, I don't want to say that, but balls. Literally, it's like it's ballsy to get out there and ask for money and ask for help and support. And so it's it's been it's been it's been interesting, mm-hmm. especially during COVID. yeah. So you graduated in 2019. Is it a program that is like in person and they have little satellite campuses, or it's, is it something just by nature that it's virtual um, before COVID uh, because it's so regional? Uh, well, actually, it's Emerge California, but now it's actually grown to many other states. So it usually uh, shouldn't be. It wasn't virtual when I did it. I actually had to go to San Diego one month, and it was two week, uh, two days, uh, once mm-hmm. a month. But we would still have homework to do, etc. So it's six months, and I would I went to Sacramento one month. We had one here in LA. We had one in San Diego, one in Irvine. So it moves around. Uh, and it's important for us to do it uh, non-virtually. And I, it's so challenging that they were able to do this this year that way. Mm. But I you know it's usually you go to a class and they teach you and um, you're very involved in everything that you do. So. Oh, that's cool. Lauren, I think you should look into that. That's really cool. I like that. Yes, it's info for sure. Yeah. I want Lauren to run one day for something. <laughs> scooters <laughs> for everyone. You know that, I think that's the only yeah. way she's going to get scooters in West Hollywood is if she runs for city council. <laughs> or get on, or get on one of the, the, the commissions, Lauren. But anyway, okay. Wait, it's not about Lauren. It's about... Commission. <laughs> yeah, Transportation Commission. Yeah, Transportation Commission. That's right. Okay, so maybe you should talk to Noemi offline about how, how you get on that. So. <laughs> Um, happy to do. That's so cool. Um, uh, let's see. Well, I know you've also done a lot of work with the, the, the homeless. Um, so let's talk a little bit about that. Um, yeah, you work with the homeless. Yeah. So I had noticed that there's a lot of, um, stigma and issues with the homelessness situation here in Los Angeles and here in West Hollywood, especially now during COVID and 
what I really wanted to do is be able to humanize the the situation and in that we would go get people together and go to downtown women's center and um, make breakfast to the ladies. And then we would actually sit down and talk to them about what it is that is important to them. And we would hear these amazing stories on, on, on their situation, how they got there, what they want, what their fears and goals are. And, and then uh, downtown women's center is like on fifth and San Pedro, which is literally right by Skid Mm -hmm. Row. So we, we would add uh, more opportunities to go out and talk to the community when it started getting super, super hot and we went to distribute waters. And then we would talk to the other people and they would need, you know, we would get the needs from people. And so long story short, I think one of the issues here is housing and making sure that we support more housing in the city of L.A. and West Hollywood. And uh, but also be able to humanize the situation and that a lot of people go, I mean, of course, during COVID it's not as easy to sit down and talk to someone, especially when they're experiencing homelessness. But I do, I do think it's important to support the nonprofits that do help like Asensia. I used to be part of the board of Asensia, which is a nonprofit that has a shelter in Glendale. They have social services here in West Hollywood as well as Downtown Women's Center. Um, I don't think they have grants from the city, but they do help uh, women that I know that have actually lived in the city of West Hollywood. And um, Chelsea Byers, I think you know her. She works with everyone in. It's a nonprofit that is pushing hard with um, legislation uh, about housing, getting more affordable housing out there and a lot of, a lot of more uh, units available to people that are experiencing homelessness. So it's one of my passions and hope to be able to get something like, um, <clears throat> not necessarily called a shelter, but a location where, where people who are experiencing homelessness can go and either take a shower or um, do their essentials and um, feel safe while they're able to do that because everyone has the right to go to the restroom, has the right to take a shower. And so um, a lot of mental health is an issue as well. And that's something that I really want to be able to figure out the solutions for that problem. Yeah, that, um, well, that's going to bring us right into my next question. I want to ask you, you know, kind of what your, your platform points are running for city of West Hollywood, but you know, the homeless, um, I was at a conference up in uh, Portland in February, right before COVID, um, it was a big chamber conference and homeless was, you know, there was a breakout session on homeless because it's such an issue that obviously all the cities are dealing with and they had, they had someone and, you know, really when you talk to people, it really is, you've got to solve the, the housing situation. Um, and that's really when you talk to people who are done a lot of work and, and work with folks, this really is that housing situation. So, um, you know, one of my favorite things, I don't know if you saw up in Seattle, Amazon took one of their office spaces and they turned it into, this was like after COVID happened, and they mm-hmm. turned it into, uh, I think it was a family, it was a homeless, like homeless facility and shelter, but it, it was the same thing they were offering. Um, I think there was like housing and services and stuff in those, those buildings. Mm-hmm. And I think it's going to mm-hmm. be really interesting to see what happens 
um, you know, with all the vacancies, um, you know, I know that that is a landlord issue. It's also, you know, the city issue. The city owns a lot of property around um, here. Okay. It's always a question that's asked. It's always a challenge with the residents because they don't want, um, you know, that kind of facility in their neighborhood. But it's like, you know, right, I think that's the thing. they cry about it. We don't want the homeless people, you know, they need to, to go somewhere. But it's like you don't want to give them like a safe place to go that's in West Hollywood because you're like, well, we don't want them here at all. Right. Yeah. People, it's like, what are those people called? Like a NIMBY? Not in my backyard. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, and when you look at what, um, you know, some of the larger organizations like the, L- the LGBT Center, their homeless program, mm-hmm. you know, they're huge and they've been doing it for a long time and a bit and other organizations, but, you know, how they can control people coming in. They have free laundry machines for people they have services they feed them um you know they can take a shower i mean just kind of like basic things and where people really because they're human we need to you know we need to help them and people want the help that we need to you know to get the help and i've had a couple conversations you know with Corey plank and and some of the folks in the city who deal with homelessness and because you in in west hollywood we don't have um, a lot. I think there's like over a hundred. I can't remember what the last count was, but you know, depending on where you are, you see, you see the same person, like the woman sitting at Gelson's, right. And the guy that like mm-hmm. sleeps in the bench uh, in front of um, Crossroads. Right. So you ask, mm-hmm. you just ask, cause I'm so curious about like, well, do they want help? Do they need help? How do you help someone, you know, with a mental problem? How do you help someone that doesn't want help? You know, but, it, you know, and then people complain about having no restrooms and it's like, or paid showers for the homeless people. And it's like, well, they need to have, if you're not going to give them a public restroom and there's nothing available to them, of course, they're going to, you know, use the parks and the streets and the driveways and the nice, um, you know, doorsteps in the design district to go to the bathroom in. So I, I don't know. I don't know if you have a, if you want to comment on any of that, it's a little bit of a sensitive subject, but I'm guessing that homelessness is, you know, and how do you, re, how do you solve that or ideas to move forward is um, maybe one of your, your platform points. Right. And I think one of, I mean, I, I, I don't want to, um, what, what I want to say about myself is that one of the good things that I do know really well on how to do is be a connector that if I don't know the answer to something I'll I'll ask people that might may know or be able to support that and so anytime I see an issue like for example it's getting hot out there but we don't have an actual cooling shelter because Plummer Park is closed due to COVID what are we doing about that and so yes I go to Corey and she's amazing at what she does and she's able to give me the information that I need and so it's amazing but I also, just like you said, um, Lauren, about humanizing people is important. I have befriended a gentleman that lives outside of City Hall. His name's Mortar. He's an African-American male that, it's am- oh, he's I an know amazing him. He's man. Yeah. I know him. He's always by yeah, Sprouts. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, he has had some, uh, there's some times, some days that he's really well, some days he's not. And so uh, I have befriended him and I've asked him if he needs support. And he's been waiting for his housing. He Like six months ago, he told me that in three months, I was going to get my housing. And right now, because of COVID, he, it's been mm. delayed. So it's just a matter of trying to figure out a way for him to get what he needs while he's maneuvering, being still on the street. Uh, but they're very wise 
people out there that are experiencing homelessness but because of the mental health issue sometimes it's difficult to support them in that way but but that's my goal i'm going to be able to try to reduce the homelessness and connect people to services including specifically and most importantly the mental health part mm-hmm. and also encourage other people to to be kind to each other you yeah. know like how hard is it to be uh, staying in shelter and safe and safe at home when you don't have a home mm-hmm. you know, and that we take that for granted and I'm so grateful that I have a beautiful you know house that I'm able or a place that I'm able to call home uh, so we have to be able to be kind to each other and at least just hey do you need some mm-hmm. water not to the point of enabling because yes we don't know we don't I don't I don't usually give people money because I, I mean I don't know exactly where it's going but be able to ask them, what is it that you need and how can I help? Yeah. And, you know, I think what we're, we're seeing that's been kind of a beautiful, uh, not outcome, but um, out of this COVID, COVID is that people really mm-hmm. do want to help. Right. And that's like, I want to mm-hmm. help. Like when I see someone, like, I remember there's that one, I remember Lauren, that one guy that used to come in with curly hair. I can't remember if he thought he said he was Madonna's friend. <laughs> But I saw him on the street one day when it was cold and he had, I hadn't seen him for a while and I was worried about him because he usually runs around in dolphin shorts and flip flops and like a t-shirt. You know that guy? He's kind of skinny. Oh, the kid. That's, yeah. No, that's a different guy. Okay. That's not the Madonna. That's one. not that the Madonna guy. dangerous. Okay. Um, so anyway, the kid and it was, it was freezing and I was freezing and he was standing there and I saw him at the bus stop in front of city hall. And I said, hi, how are you? I said, I haven't seen you around. How are you doing? And I said, are you cold? You know, cause we had all those coats remember that we had gotten from, um, yeah. that were sitting in the chamber Remember from that. Uh, mm-hmm. what was it? The business closed on Mayfair. No. Remember Lauren? We had all those uh, coats. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so we had a bunch of coats, brand new coats, like Calvin Klein coats that were in the chamber. And mm-hmm. I'm like, do you need a coat? Cause I was going to go get him a coat out of the chamber. And he's like, no, I'm okay. Mm-hmm. Like he just, I think he was so like, I wanted to help. And he was just clearly, I never had a conversation with him, but, and I could tell based on that, that he was just like, he didn't want to cope, but he was just mentally not, not stable. And then I'm like, it's also you- shame. Like mm-hmm. they're ashamed. Like with, some of them will get really yeah. offended when you say, can I buy you some food or like, do you yeah. need a coat? Yeah. They'll get mad because, yeah. you know, no human is supposed to be on the streets, living yeah. on the streets without a bathroom, yeah. without, mm-hmm. you know, food. So it's yeah. like, it's, they're, yeah. sh- they're shame. Way, yeah. Tracy, remember how you had those, uh, mm-hmm. backpacks? Yeah. Those city packs. Uh-huh. Those were a hit. I used to work at Beetle House, uh, last year for a bit in Hollywood. And I went to distribute on Las Palmas mm-hmm. area and they just loved them so much and they felt thank you so much I'm going to be able to actually put everything that's that's important to me because they were doing some of the cleanings in the streets for a -hmm. a little while and that they didn't want to be losing you know their IDs or important papers and so they were really appreciative so thank you for oh you're welcome I actually ran into um my friend Ron Kaplan last week uh, on a random bike ride just Mm -hmm. we passed each other and, um, uh-huh. he's now moved full time and he was, he's actually one looking for someone to help him, but they're also getting ready to be, to do a big distribution again here in LA. So if you want to okay. connect with him, 
Um, let yes, me know. Um, and if you know someone that wants to actually help him out, he's looking to hire someone like part-time to help him um, with a couple of initiatives, but yeah, those packs are great. So yeah, I, I love that you were like, can I take some and hand them out? I'm like, yes, please. That's what they're here for. I'm so frustrated. I'm just looking at these boxes of backpacks that, you know, I, we need help distributing. So. Right. And just like you said about helping, uh, just a little plug, uh, Project Angel Food has not been able to have volunteers during COVID in the kitchen. What they did is they hired chefs who did not have a job, which was mm. amazing. But one thing that is um, something that, in need, that is in need because we, they increased from 1,600 meals a day to clients to 2,000. Mm -hmm. So sometimes they will need drivers to support the actual hired drivers as volunteers. So that's what I do on Tuesday mm -hmm. mornings. So if anyone's interested or uh, is available to do maybe two or three hours of a delivery route, I think they would really appreciate that. They just have to do like a little HIPAA compliance training for like an hour uh -huh. or two. But um, I'd be happy to connect people if they want to support Project Angel Oh, Food. that's awesome. We'll go ahead and put that link out. I, I didn't know that they were looking for uh, volunteers for driving because I was helping out in the kitchen. And then, yeah, because of COVID, um, you know, they had to uh, stop allowing volunteers to come into the kitchen. But that that's really good. Um, I have a yeah. small car. I don't know that I could deliver um, anything, but um, I will put the word on on that. That's that's an uh, amazing opportunity. Good yeah. deal. All right. Well, what are some of the other, like your key points um, that kind of either like differentiate yourself from other candidates that are running or may differentiate yourself, um, you know, from the current city council or the two incumbents that are running? Um, what are some of your other platform points? Yes. Um, so I don't know if you know this and I kind of had to research it because I didn't mm -hmm. know is that um, when uh, I run, when I have a seat in city council, I will be the first Latina, which doesn't really differentiate me as much, but it, it's kind of important because I do want to make, make it a point for other women and other Latina women that it's important to be elected and run for office and have a seat at the table to make a difference. Uh, but my priorities right now is uh, during this pandemic and COVID, I want to provide education and support our small businesses to try to survive during this pandemic. Uh, it's amazing what they have been able to do to for the restaurants to work, do outdoors, which, by the way, I also wanted to let you know, amazing work on the directory of who's open, what's happening. Aww, so it's thank great. you. I we have... We had fun them. doing that, setting that up, right, Lauren? Remember that? We were mm -hmm. just like, quick, who's open? Who's on yeah. delivery Postmates? Yeah. <laughs> it's great. I've been, I've been to La Boheme, which was so romantic. Even, even though I was not on a date, I just felt like I was. <laughs> I've been hearing a lot of people talk about I mean, I haven't been, like, I've walked by at night. But that's like yes. everybody's talking about how amazing it is and how they have this they amazing happy job. hour, apparently. Yeah, and so the, the Den, the Den did a great job as well. They expanded their parking, and that looks really amazing. Um, but also, just to go back to my plan, um, I do want to increase housing supply to encourage responsible development. I have seen a lot of development going to be $6,000 a month for a one-bedroom apartment in the city, and that's just not affordable whatsoever. So I want to get responsible development encouraged in the city. I know it's super dense in West Hollywood, but I do know that we can make 
make something happen like micro units. There is, uh, I'm part of the real estate association or realtors policy group. And we've been talking about this idea, Anthony actually from uh, the collective, we've been talking about getting micro units available and, and built here in the city of West Hollywood, which means is that you're able to get a smaller unit and actually buy your own unit in the city. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanna hold developers accountable and I do want more affordable housing um, added to the city. Yeah, wait, I want to continue. Sorry to interrupt you. What is it? I sorry to interrupt you. They were just I forgot where I saw it. Probably in Weehoville. Um, and it was like, I think it was because they just had the second round of people to sign up for affordable housing, the inclusionary housing. Mm-hmm. So there's five thousand. Mm-hmm. Not all of them are West Hollywood residents, but it's people that could have moved out or people, you know, wherever. There's five thousand names on that list, and I believe there was like eight units available right now. Yeah, it's uh, it's incredible on the on the um, wait list that we have to to do this, and I mean, supply and demand, right? It's just kind of like Seriously. simple economics. Yeah. Or um, by, uh, the way that that's going to happen is that a lot of zoning has is ancient here in the city, not ancient, but it just needs to be reformed. So that's something that I really want to look forward to supporting and continue rent stabilization, but also be able to make it so it also keeps up with inflation. So it supports the, the person that's taking care of the building, but also the tenants. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanna, just like I said, reduce homelessness. And I hope that I'm able to keep on working towards that. Um, I, I know that you are um, involved with the Metro Crenshaw extension and I wanna connect West Hollywood to the rest of Los Angeles. So I want to keep pushing and supporting Mayor Horvath on that. And as an LGBTQ ally, I want to encourage inclusion and ensure that we are a city that supports one another and others with empathy for all residents. Mm-hmm. No matter like what color you are, gender identity, your income. So I'm really proud to be able to support uh, my city that I live in especially small business owners. That's like the heart of the community. And if without them, we won't be able to survive. So I've been going around and talking to the business owners and how important it is to keep them informed with everything that is available to them, the resources during COVID and just just give them business, really go get a coffee in your mm-hmm. area or um, go have dinner when you can, um, et cetera. So, so important. yeah, that's, I I love that. Um, On the micro units, I'm going to go back to that for a second. So I understand what it is, but what is like the, what is the definition of a micro unit? Like what is the size? (laughs) Is it 500 square feet? I mean, Lauren and I both lived in New York. Lauren's from New York. I lived in New York. So I'm like, you know, 500 square feet is actually a lot of room. So (laughs) like 300 square feet, the micro units are like 350. Yeah. You know, I don't think there's an actual definition in terms of square footage at the moment. I think that's kind of being talked mm-hmm. about. And so we're talking about density. And so I think one important issue to consider is be able to, for example, if there's going to be a mixed unit building that's going to happen, perhaps have like four or five micro units in that area to, and they're talking about like whether or not it's going to have a parking lot, parking spot or not, or all that mm-hmm. stuff. So a lot of things that are being massaged for it to make it so it's a doable um, I'm sorry somewhere project. to sleep at night is more important than where you could park your car 
people are so concerned right. with parking here. It's like, I'd rather have a bed to, to lay my head down than I, mean, I don't have a car. But, like, I don't care if I have a parking space. Like, if I need an apartment, like, some people are so concerned with parking. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It, it is well, but that's because, me. LG, you know, we um, – even though West Hollywood is the number one walkable city in the state of California, like coming from New York, most people don't have cars, but we have to have a car to get, well, we're, I know we're moving away from that. If you look at transportation trends and then them are people that are taking ride share, but primarily, mm-hmm. like if you don't have a job, you have to have a car to get around. And Lauren, you do a great job. I know you want scooters. Like that's why we need scooters. Right. But for the most part, like, we traditionally have been, um, this is a state and a city I, where you need I cars. So it. yeah. But it's also like in West Hollywood, I think it's because there's just so many people that are not from West Hollywood. Like there's so many restaurants and clubs and they're so concerned with giving, you know, valet and holding these parks. Like where, where is it? Like in Silver Lake, my friend lives. Nobody has parking at their building. Those people are all parking on the street. Like what is the big <laughs> deal to walk to your two blocks if you have to park? Not under your building. Yeah. Like, well, there's but there's here. no parking in West Hollywood if you're a resident. Because I mean, you know they're, that they're giving these they're making restaurants hold so many parking spaces. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't have a car. What am I talking about? But people can walk two blocks <laughs> if they oh need to park God, their car on the it. street and not complain about it. I know. Live in I think if you live in live in West Hollywood, you're not allowed to have a car. No, I'm just kidding. Um, you have to walk. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. No, but it's important. I think that's something to talk to talk about in terms of how many people actually do commute to get into West Hollywood to actually work here because they cannot afford to mm-hmm. live here. And so it's uh, it's important to get take care of our own, especially you know, workers that are essential. And um, it, there has been a lot of issues with even affordable housing within a community, and that they're rejecting it because they don't want it in that in mm-hmm. their area. So it's. It's interesting. interesting Yeah. You know, one one thing that came on my radar um, is this whole concept of a co co, these co-living spaces. And I think Mm -hmm. they just started to like get, well, kind of get not popular, but but be built and everything before COVID. And there's one in Hollywood called Playground. Um, And Mm -hmm. I was going to go over and tour it. And I thought that was an amazing thing. And I know that's also a zoning issue, but those co-living spaces I think are great. And those are kind of like an option to micro units, as well. So I think between like micro units and co-living spaces, you know, that would really help with like affordable housing, um, you know, um, versus mm-hmm. what's happening where the Pendry has built is building the hotel and they took out, I don't know how oh many apartment buildings on that block. And now they're selling mm-hmm. huge things for one, two, three, four, you know, and 4 million. So, um, and it's an exactly. ugly building, it looks like a giant I've casino. <laughs> yeah so so much work to do but i i'm i'm really excited that i have the opportunity to be a part of this amazing mm-hmm. experience it is uh anxious scary uh but i wouldn't have it any other way because i mean somebody's gotta do yeah. it right so and it would be boring <laughs> if everything was perfect it would just be boring yeah it's exactly. true well, no, no, I mean, that has been so interesting. And thank you so much for joining us as our guest today. And we wish you the best of luck uh, in your race uh, for city council. Thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure. 
Awesome. All right. Well, let's roll right into food and fashion. And actually, it was a good segue because you were talking about La Boheme. And that's just, let's just start off with that. And what's going on at La Boheme? Well, um, because uh, Governor Newsom did the mandate of only having outdoor dining, uh, they were able to move their uh, indoor dining outdoor and made it to such beautiful area. They put like turf on the bottom, so it looks like a garden. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks like you're in Paris, actually, because they have music going on. There's lights up on top. Uh, the people are so gracious, and they're taking their precautions, wearing their mask and a shield and their gloves, and, you know, just kosher and amazing. And the food, oh, my gosh, you know, Brussels sprouts, to the cheese, to the wine. I mean, it's just magical. Wow. And, Lauren, you mentioned earlier that they've got, a, like, a happy hour? Yeah, so, like, I mean, I think, who was I talking Oh, John D'Amico, rocker John D'Amico. He was telling me that him and Deborah went, and I think they spent, like, a total of $36, and they, like, had drinks and food. Like, apparently they have this really amazing happy hour at La Boheme. I got to go check it out. Okay, well, me too. Lauren, let's Let's um, schedule that, and let's go. Maybe, Noami, you can meet us there, too. Yeah, I forget. I think their chef came from, like, Chaya or Chaya Venice or something um, in the revamp. So, um and Lauren, you, you texted it to me. You've been watching Melrose Place reruns, right? Oh, my God, right? yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so uh, yes. During an episode, I've, I'm so far gone into the show. I'm on, like, season four already. But there is an episode where Matt is on a date, and they're at La Boheme. And what is Melrose Place? Like, 1994, no, 1995? And it looks the same. It's yeah. so cool. I the, yeah, sent like a the video. Sh- to big everybody. chandelier in the fireplace. And the like, fireplace, oh, I know where that red. is. It's such a sexy venue. It really is. It really is. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm okay. That's on my list. I'm going to go down there and check out uh, the happy hour. Amazing. Yeah, and that turf. Like, I know Connie and Ted did that mm-hmm, turf as mm-hmm. well. Um, yeah. And then also, uh, I walked by and hamburger mary's like you you know that hair studio what is it kimball hair studio uh-huh so there's like that parking lot next to it yeah i believe they that i think it's on that side um they also like laid out turf and like have tables and like a lot of people are doing that i really love it oh so hamburger mary's took that over as opposed yeah. to pure vita because pure vita doesn't have any outdoor space either i was thinking maybe they would split it I don't know. Hmm. that would be nice right yeah. Ask Tara about that. All right. Um, well, since we're in that neighborhood, we've got Lava M and then Hamburger Mary's. Across from Hamburger Mary's, there's a new, um, like, little coffee place that opened up. Uh, yeah, I got on... that from Noemi's Instagram. Yeah, so it's on, yeah, it's on Santa Monica on the corner of Harper, and it's been empty forever and ever and ever and ever. Um, I think Lo- Flowering Lotus used to be in there, which yeah, was like a flower super really young. Exp- Expensive sandwiches. Yeah, oh it's called. It's called. Uh, Go get them, tiger. Go get them, tiger. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I I went there yesterday, so I went and I ordered because I looked at their Instagram and I'm like, what is this cinnamon thing? It's called a bun bun, and <laughs> it's like crack. I mean, Lauren Goldstein, you need to get over there and have a bun bun. So I got a bun is it bun, a cinnamon bun, like a cinnamon roll. It's like puff pastry and dusted with cinnamon, and then inside is like some sort of a yummy cream. I mean, it's insane. 
Oh my gosh. I, I, I've never had anything like it exactly in my whole life. It's like a combination of probably about four things that I've had. And then okay. I got a breakfast burrito and they have a choice of three different breakfast burritos. They have like a chorizo one, they have a pure vegetarian one, and they have like a traditional. Um, so I got a breakfast burrito with like- Which one did you get? The normal one with um, oh. eggs and bacon and has avocado and crema. And it was like, it's oh, wow. like su- it's really super yummy. Um, mm. But the sauce, you can get a red or a green sauce. But I got red sauce. It like that. I don't know what's going on in their kitchen, but their food in there is like really solidly delicious. And their coffee looks oh. insane too. I know I looked on their website and they've got a coffee subscription. And apparently <laughs> they've got other locations around um, Los Angeles. I don't know, Noam, if you know anything about them or what you had there, but I love it. I think it's great. And it's very clean. It's very New York-y um, inside. Lauren, you're going to love it. It's perfect. Yeah, it's a coffee bar that is in Larchmont, Los Feliz, Highland Park, downtown LA in Culver City. Oh, okay. So it's like, I think they wanted to, to make it into West Hollywood, which is amazing. You're making me hungry. <laughs> right. <laughs> I want to walk down there, there right now. Uh, well, they're open till two. They're doing a soft opening. So, um, you know, we'll wrap this up so you can get down there. But they also had like like a turmeric macadamia like latte or something that I saw on there. I'm like, oh, I got to come back for that. Um, so I haven't had their, I usually make coffee at home, but I think I'll, you know, give them a shot um, and see how I, and you can order beans from them too. So um, go check them out. Go get them tiger. Um, okay, Bottega Louie, I mm-hmm. rode by earlier this week, Monday, and I noticed all the plywood was down and you can see in. So <laughs> I'm guessing they're getting ready to open for takeout. I don't, they, uh, I don't know if they have an outdoor patio area in the back. I'm trying to remember, but I don't know guys, the plywood's down. So do either of you know any? Thing about that other than I don't know anything um the plywood's black back up as of yesterday for some reason <laughs> like that some love it but 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 it's only on the sides of it the actual doors are like to be open so mm-hmm. maybe they're doing like a soft opening just like you said that go get him tire was doing mm-hmm. uh I think they pushed to have a patio in the back and honestly I don't really know if they got it or not I'm pretty sure they did but um that would be a good exploration via bike. Mm-hmm. I'll let you know. I'll keep you posted on that. Yeah. And now's a great time to be cycling because there's not very many cars on the road. So, right. Or exactly. scooter, but scooters are not allowed. So, um, anyway, we won't talk about that, Miss Lauren. <laughs> um, well. I saw a sign, I think last week, as I was going by on Jinpachi, and they said that they were open. I mean, that's an, one of them. Yeah, I think I saw they're doing um, mm-hmm. takeout. I don't know if they're getting eaten, but I saw it somewhere. I don't. It's like Fish Eight by Jim Potter. Well, or Fish Eight's down Melrose. That's Maxine, and I love that. Oh, they're mm-hmm. open. Oh, then I. But I don't know. I thought I saw a sign on Jim Potter. Mm-hmm. So, all right, cool deal. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Anything else, Lauren? Did you order anything this week you want to share with us, or Noemi? Well, I got Toad and Poultry again. I love that. Place. Oh, that's right. I have to try that. The so Toad good. And oh my god, you have to. It's so Toad and yeah. Poultry. All right. Um, I went uh, to the den on Saturday, mm-hmm. and we had some yummy drinks and also uh, some appetizers like Brussels sprouts, fries. We had this like, I think they called it drunken pretzel or something. Oh. That was delicious. What What's <laughs> going on with that? Like a soft pretzel. 
It had so much butter. It was not even funny. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, no. It was so wait, great. wait, it's drunk with butter? Or is it beer butter? What is it? What? I have no idea. I'm you get cheese on the bed, side? But it was like y- yummy central. Okay. Yeah, I noticed that they <laughs> created that separate little patio area that's like across across the parking lot, right, from them? Mm-hmm. That's theirs, yes. right? It's cute. It's kind of behind that little newsstand or something. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that the other yeah. day. Very mm-hmm. cool. All right. Um, let's see. Well, let's, uh, I think we've got some fashion things in here, Lauren. Oh, oh, yes. So I went to, uh, what is it? Chichi LaRue that took over Circus of Books, like, just to look inside, because I walked by. And I got my friend, those hunties guys are doing masks. So I got him a Donatella Versace mask. Mm-hmm. It's really, really cute. It's like 30 bucks. So I didn't ask how much it was before. Like I went and said, all right, I'll take it. So it was a $30 mask that my friend will be getting in the mail. Um, I went to Lululemon. They're being like kind of strict. Um, they're only letting in like three people at a time. And you got to exit out the back. And then... The real, real, I went because I'm a shopping addict. Um, and they were, like, really vague. There was, like, a bunch of people standing in the front and, like, the guy that takes your temperature. And they're, like, well, we're not open. I was, like, okay. <laughs> Why are you all standing out here? I think somebody in the store might have gotten sick or something because they've been closed for, like, a week now. And, like, nobody will really tell you what's going on. Um, so that's been annoying. Uh, that's really it. I was going to go to the Grove, but I didn't make it. That's really it. Okay. Well, I don't know what I'm going to do about fashion. I'm just like, well, it looks like we're going to be kind of quarantined for a while. So what am I going to do? I'm- you just got to buy like <laughs> a really expensive t-shirt online to like feel good and just. Okay. Well, I'm getting it. also ready to go through mm-hmm. another round and like go through my closets and just get rid of everything. Cause I noticed that uh, out of the closet was open and I could do a drop off. So you know, I don't have um, mm. cool enough things to take to Crossroads because uh, I know they're open too, but I'm just getting ready for another round of just like, you know what, um, I'm getting ready to clean out. So anyway. Yeah, I've also seen like a lot. I know there's one like by me, what is it, like La Cienega and um, right behind that weird hookah place. Like I think it's, what is it, wearing? Mm-hmm. There's the box that you can drop clothes into. But I've seen like a couple of them like popping up. Like what is it, Red Cross? Mm-hmm where you can just drop clothes. Like if you look, you'll see them on the street. I've been seeing that more. That's cool. That's a good deal. All right. Well, that's going to roll us into health and wellness. And I apologize. Um, Looks like the gardener across the street is here. So if you guys hear background noise, um, it is um, the blower, the leaf blower. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. So anyway, um, I tried to find a closet, but it seems to be echoing in every room. But anyway. You know what's so funny? I'm actually in the closet because that's what's happening. (laughs) That's so funny. I usually go into my closet to record. I I got a haircut in my closet last night. Oh, this helps. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I know. We just love to joke about being in and out of the closet in West Hollywood. (laughs) I mean, you know, I love it. So. (laughs) (laughs) all right i'm out and you two are in all right well here we go (laughs) all right health and wellness (laughs) lauren so well like i said i got a haircut in my closet yesterday um that was fun the girl that cuts my hair from benjamin came over she wore a mask it was took a really long time but whatever i needed a haircut it's been a really long time 
F45 is back to their online um, Zoom workouts, but in their emails, they are saying that they're trying to work with the city to get um, permission to use their park. Again, it's about parking. Like, why can't you use your parking lot? Nobody's driving mm-hmm. and parking in there. Like, just let people work out in the in the parking lot. I don't understand what's the problem. Mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> um, but that would be great because I would go work out outside. I'm sick of being inside. Um, I went to the hydration room yesterday and I got an IV. I was like, Ooh. really? I'm so irresponsible. Like, I spend so much time walking around and I, I just don't drink water. It's really bad. Um, so, like, I was just kind of feeling off. And then, you know, I called and got pricing and I mean, I didn't get one of those crazy like vitamin, like beauty from within IVs. I just got the standard hydration, which I figured it out. If I went like to my doctor's office and got the same one between like Uber and my copay and whatever, it would have been the same Mm -hmm. price. And this is right up the street. Anyway, I got the hydration one and I got my free B12 shot that you get if you're like your first time there. And I added vitamin C to it. So that was nice. Because I was peeing for the rest of the day. <laughs> I couldn't leave my house. Oh, my God. Because um, you were so hydrated. But it was good. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. It was, I yeah. love um, those. That was nice. And I think I would do it, like, well, They have those cool – um, did you like the chairs in there? Yeah. It was, they were you really can order those off Amazon. Really... Like, when I went in there, uh, when they first opened, I love those chairs. I'm like, oh, we got them off Amazon. Um yeah, they're really I, yeah, I, it's nice. It, it is. Really I know. Nice. I love it. Um, I, I'm a huge fan of those drips. I'm actually thinking when you texted me yesterday, I'm like, you know what? Oh, like girl. I need to go like get myself a drip. So I love hydration. Room. Yeah, yeah. It was like, and it was quick. I was like mm-hmm. dreading, like having to sit there for, it was, I think I was there for like a half an mm-hmm. hour and it was yeah. done. So I, I, I don't know. I enjoyed that. And then they called me this morning and they're like, how are yeah. you doing? Like, I'm a fan. Doing? I'm a fan. Did they, um, are they with COVID? Yeah. Are they like allowing you to have like, you know, snacks? snacks? Well, yeah, they have like, you know, Oreo cookies. It's like when you give blood, you know, cause they, you're like sitting there and they don't want you to pass out or like whatever. Oh, well that's so you don't like get all yeah. the when you're donating blood, but I didn't lose any blood. Thank all God. right. Well, <laughs> maybe it, I was getting well, before, before, not before COVID they were having and same up with drip doctors, like they would have water, or like, you know, little, um, power bars or something like that. Nuts or some snacks. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. I mean, nowhere. I don't know where I go is giving like water mm-hmm. or like no one's anything. giving anything out. Yeah. No, and they don't have money to be buying everywhere. Where's that place at? So it's right, um, you know where Collar and Leash was and like Phenomenal? Yes. RIP to both. Yes. It's right in that little, it's so small. I think they must be getting a hard time from code compliance because like some days they'll have like, what are those boards? A sandwich board on the mm-hmm. sidewalk? And then like today it was like all the way like in the corner. Um, so it's really easy to miss, but it's like, right at that crosswalk at West Knoll, like right when you cross um, onto Santa Monica. I don't know the address, but it's right next to Colorado. I've been to a place called Nenergy Boost, which is like almost at the corner of uh, Westbourne, and, but it's on Santa Monica. Yes, by Gin Pachi. That's a new one. Yes. Uh-huh. It's really oh. good as well. You can get your B12 shot oh. there too. And it's actually a good place as well. Um, 
I'll have to check yours out. Maybe check mine out. <laughs> yeah, right. Contrast, right. <laughs> Report back exactly. down to price and you know, probably price and I don't know. That's, that's probably the uh, driver, right? We have on B uh, on Fridays. I have a B twelve Fridays. Is ten dollars for a B twelve shot. Okay. Oh, wow. All right. So there you go. B12 Fridays. I like that. Okay. All right. Well, talking about hair, Miss Lauren, um, you know, um, society salon, uh, they're just outside what we, they're considered West Hollywood. They're just right there on, you know, Melrose and, and Kings. Um, they had sent out, um, an email to all their clients after Newsom closed everything down two weeks ago, a week ago, whatever it was asking people if they would be interested in an outdoor hair appointment. And of course I said, yes, but you know, I was just wondering like how, like I get the application of the hair and like putting a chair out there, but I'm just wondering about like the bowls, right. And like, how are you going to get your water out there? They're just going to do a hose because you have to have hot water to get, the color out, right? You can do a cold wash, but I don't know. What do you think about that? I, I don't know. I see it working like for like a barber, like a men's basic or even a woman, like a basic mm-hmm. haircut, but it's like, you need a, a really long extension cord uh, to plug in like, you know, a hair dryer, flat iron. Um, like the lighting is different. And honestly, like the more I think, I don't want to sit outside in the heat with bleach on my hair for two hours. Like, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that for haircut for sure. Yeah. For haircut for sure. And the heat is going to accelerate like the developer. I I I don't know. know. Well, I I need to figure something out because I was supposed to go in last Friday to get my base done. And you know, grandma over here is like wondering what she's going to do about her roots again. But anyway, (laughs) (laughs) but the nail salons are trying to do that too. I know. Um, Marie Nails, where I got my nails done, it's third and like I think Gregory, it's like two blocks west of San Vicente. They're doing outdoor nail. Wait, stations. really? Oh mm-hmm. my gosh. Okay, because I missed out yeah. on like getting a pedicure when it was open for a minute and then it closed. And last Monday, when they announced everything was going to shut, I had meetings and calls and I couldn't get myself to in style. And Mylene, I saw Mylene this weekend. Mylene said, Honey, she goes, I raced to InStyle Nails. I had to wait for an hour to get a pedicure done, but girl, my toes are done. I'm like, darn it. I got a pedicure, the, like the day, the Monday morning of the shutdown. Right. Yeah, Marie Nail. Okay, well, if they're doing it over there, I'm going to go over to 3rd Street and, but yeah, and check that out. Marie, I, go see you guys. I miss that. I miss getting my toes done and um, my hair. So I'm getting used to my curly hair, um, you know. Um, so anyway, yeah. All right. Um, and looks like there's a, a blood drive happening at Beverly Center. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, at the farmhouse, um, you can go. I saw it on Beverly Center's Instagram. Um, you can register. They have like all the time slots. You can book, you know, when you have time to go. You get like a $20 gift card to Kaya or Egg Slut or Commissary. Mm. Um, and you get like an antibody test because, you know, they want to know if you have the antibodies. So it's also a free antibody test. And I think this time slots are like every 20 minutes. Like the last time I looked, there were so many available. So I think it's 
this weekend, 24th and 25th. Oh, I can't. Yeah, I, yeah Friday. I have Friday. to. I'm not at my open window. You have to wait eight weeks because I'll tell you that $20 gift card. So when I went to Cedars and gave blood, they also give you an incentive. I was like, hey, do you want to give? I got, so I got two little gift cards and I picked in and out. Okay. And they gave me two and I had no idea what the value was. They were $5 a piece. So I got $10 worth of in and out. But if you can get $20 at Takaya, like sign oh, up and go yeah. get blood. Cause that's a good deal. Just trust me. <laughs> trust me on I, that one. I wish I could go too. Cause I did the magic castle one on June 10th. Mm-hmm. I can't donate till what is it? Eight weeks. You have to wait. Well, see, yes. I don't know if it's a LA County or thing, but Cedars um, says like eight weeks. Cause I have a Cedars card and I thought it was like four, but I don't know. Um, hmm. You should look on your court card and figure it out. So yeah. Yeah. Cool. I don't know what that is. Yeah. All right. Cool deal. Uh, well, that wraps up our health and wellness and moves us into um, our neighborhood segment. Drum roll. I think we're going to have a recap from Lauren from the city council meeting that happened on Monday. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I was so excited because scooters was on the agenda, like to expand the, you know, what do they call it? The dockless bike share program. And then I, you know, you email them if you want to speak. And then I had emailed Yvonne. And then at like four o'clock, because um, I had a question about calling in, she responded like they might table it. So I was like, fuck. And then like the beginning of the meeting, you know, staff suggested we table item 4B. I had like all my friends, you know, write in like, yeah, bring Bird to West Hollywood. Nothing. So they didn't say what the later date will be, but unfortunately we still don't have scooters um what else did they discuss the the, uh, eviction moratorium they extended now till september there's 30 days in september i think 30th um so that gives everybody another couple months but they're like they're tightening it up a bit because i guess like a lot of i don't know but i'm sure a lot of people are taking advantage and just not paying their rent because they're like oh well (laughs) we don't have to pay our rent we're not going to so I think they tightened it up where um, you have to submit paperwork showing like your, your hardship, you know, you lost your job, you don't have money in the bank. I'm sure there's a lot of these people that just like stack money in the bank and then just, Duh, I'm not going to pay my rent because mm-hmm. I don't have to. So that's um, extended for commercial as well. Uh, what else did they discuss at council? The moratorium. Uh, Noemi, I know you called in. I heard you call in public comment. <laughs> they were speaking about also uh, how they're going to want to expand the bikes, the bike trails or the bike, um, the bike roads on where we don't have them. Um, they also talked about um, this whole, they had a public um, policy, a public um, forum for the AKA building. Right, whether right. or not they the dwelling unit. do less than 31 days and it's still kind of having i think they went back to planning commission um there was some other stuff that i can't think of the top of my head but yeah that's i think the scooters and the moratorium were the most like yeah and then the part that we're gonna have to expand extend the 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 parking and how they were going to enforce the not enforce right zones anymore yeah, but that was another thing, like, they have to come back because they were really unhappy with the staff report. I guess it was super confusing to everybody. Mm-hmm. So they requested to table that till the next meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Anyway, we have no scooters, so I'm sorry. That's my report. That is my. Are report. they still so yeah. when you go if you're on a scooter coming from LA and you get into West Hollywood, it, it stops. stops. So that's still happening. Yeah. yeah. Yes, it sucks. Okay. It sucks. But what can you do? Just keep emailing. Keep emailing. And keep trying. <laughs> keep fighting the fight. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Start a scooter revolution. Okay. Well, I think we covered off on everything else. Um, well, I do it, have to add one thing, if you don't sure, mind. Yeah. Regarding our public uh, facilities commission meeting, we are thinking about doing some sort of gardening, virtual gardening program, and that we're going to be getting the community involved and the staff involved and do like a virtual program for gardening. And I had the idea of probably, hopefully, we're doing it also with mental health on the side of it. And um, that we're, we'll be teaching the community how to do that, as well as using space from the city of West Hollywood to do so as well. So I'll keep you posted on that, which I think is really cool. Oh, that's, yeah, okay. I'd love to have those. Those are in New York, and I love those those community, those public gardens. Um, and it helps with our green space, too. So, um, yeah, I have hor- Until developers. Oh, I have a horrible <laughs> green thumb. I'm just, I have this, like package of cilantro seeds I've, I've been staring at for a year it's like am I going to plant them or not plant them but anyway <laughs> all right well that brings us to our last section of the podcast today our weekly do good and Lauren and I kind of talked about it and I really think you know this week that we're gonna give it to you Noemi slash um, with the project angel food um and um Adding on to that, the fact that they're still looking for volunteers for drivers to do delivery. Um, so I think that that's kind of our, our weekly do good this week. What do you think, LG? Yeah. Yes. Lovely. Thank you for all you Yeah, do. 17 years volunteering for Project Angel Food. That is um, such a commitment to service, and, and thank you for that. So um, if folks aren't aware of Project Angel Food, check them out. You can, uh, you know, volunteer to drive if you're, you know, feeling that's something you want to do in this environment um, or when we get past COVID, you can volunteer in the kitchen. Uh, they have lots of fabulous events uh, when we're back to doing events um, and just a great organization. Or you can financially contribute and donate as well. So lots of opportunities to support a wonderful service that, that feeds folks out there. Yes, thank you. For yeah. sure. Okay, well, that'll bring us to the end of our podcast. Noemi, thank you so much for being our guest and hanging in there through all of our segments. Thank you so much. This was fun. Yeah, we'll have to um, get a date to go down to La Boheme and do some social distancing happy hour. I would love that. Yeah, check out that happy hour. It seems like it's the hot spot. We might have to make a reservation over there. (laughs) Exactly. Okay, well, that wraps us up for this week of We Know We Ho. Thank you all for listening and stay safe. Lauren, what do you say? Oh, wash, wash your, your hands. hands, wear a mask. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and we will see you next week on We Know We Ho. Thanks, ladies. Bye, Bye everybody.